evening. This is the Higher Power Project, where we address all things powerful, all things passionately, and all things progressive. My name is Enoch. Today is February 12th, 2017, and we're going to continue to dive into the different thoughts, ideas, and research of the current power structure and its transitions that are happening all over the world. Um, and our observations uh, tonight, uh, the Grammys, I, you know, were playing and I was kind of had it on in the background and um, something that came to mind were systems of value. Uh, and it's something I've, I've tweeted about before and just how, you know, the Grammys are a system of value in the, in the sense of, you know, there's a board who votes for who wins a Grammy. And this is a system that is created based on, you know, uh, maybe buy b purchases of an album, streams, um, publicity. Uh, you know, some of it is really who you know, right? And um, it's a system of value that has been around for probably, man, I, I want to say close to over, maybe over 50 years. I'm not sure, but... Um, there was kind of a an opinion of Frank Ocean that came up, which I was interested in because he kind of felt like the Grammys were kind of an archaic system of value. But then I see someone like um, Chance who who won, and and, and props to Chance, right? Uh, he he had a great project, uh, the coloring book, the co excuse me, the coloring book. For those who didn't uh, give that a listen yet, I encourage you to do that. Um, but he, that specific project, the coloring book, it was interesting because he had a lot, you could tell there's a lot of spiritual influence, um, in the music and me being a spiritual, spiritual person, I, I definitely was drawn to that. And the fact that he was given a platform tonight to kind of give credit to God and his team, um, that was a pretty powerful thing to me. You know, not a lot of artists do that or when they do it, it's not really reflected in their music. Um, and you can definitely feel that, you know, Chance has a, a strong spiritual nature um, in the way he presents himself and, and, and within his music. So when I heard Frank Ocean's kind of uh, opinion on what he thought about the Grammys, I, I agreed with him. But in the same breath, you know, you, you I see someone like Chance who is, um, you know, from Chicago, from a very... Uh, it's a tough part of town right now or a tough part of the world right now. And he's having his ability to bring light um, through this system of value, which we call the Grammys. So I'm just kind of kind of uh, putting those two stories to face towards each other or put those stories towards each other to kind of see the the dichotomy of how on one end um, this that system of value called the Grammys is is kind of played out you know it's kind of uh manipulated but in the same breath it's also a very good thing because it's giving someone like chance the opportunity to give glory to god um and that is something that's very powerful so just uh, i just you know kind of thought of that while i was watching the grammys tonight like wow you know these two gentlemen you know same generation uh, they don't really make the same type of music per se, but they we're, we're all a part of this community of artists that kind of want to shake things up and, and change the way the world perceives us. 
and perceives our music or perceives hip, quote unquote hip hop or gangster rap or just our generation's art in general. We want to, uh, I think, want to change how people view us. And um, yeah, it was just very interesting to see that those polar opposites and just from the outside looking in kind of noticing how man though I agreed with Frank Ocean you know you know I'm, I'm seeing the opportunity it's giving for chance to really impact people's lives and uh, just to bring it back to systems of value you know the Grammys is such a uh, it's it's like the Olympics for artists right or the Olympics for musicians and you you get this trophy um but what does it really mean and how we address systems of value i think is changing uh for my generation because though you get an award for from a a, a people or a group of people who think you deserve it that system of value doesn't really equate to your value, if that makes sense. So I kind of want to address that portion tonight of of value and how do we see ourselves? Um, do we need outside validation to determine how valuable we are? And I'm not taking away from you know, chances value because he won an award. I'm just wondering if we equate our value by how we are validated. And I think that's important to address because as I studied uh, early childhood education and stuff like that, it's very important to validate your children early on. But as we get older, how necessary is that? That does the lack of validation in our childhood determine you know how we see ourselves i think yes do we constantly constantly need uh validation to determine our value i say no and i think that's um something important we have to kind of start talking about or maybe thinking about is in this uh, society of you know on instagram and all this stuff and i kind of brought it up on the last episode where we we do things to be validated and that's all good and well you know i think it's important to you have you know in order to make a living you have to be validated almost right to get a job you have to be validated that you're ready to take on a job to um to sell music the fans have to validate you by buying it or you know tuning in or um giving you props whatever the case may be but i think there's a a shakeup going on in the systems of value uh, all over the world, whether it's the banking industry, finance, um, systems of value in our education system uh, regarding um, how much your diploma really is worth, that, that, and how that can either propel you or if you got a degree into something that, or if you got a degree into something that you weren't really fond of or really interested in how valuable is that anymore you know so there's these systems of value that are created and I think it's important to acknowledge 
that they don't make us or break us, but they are needed to kind of uh, mirror or reflect how much we have accomplished or how much we can do. Um, but I, I want to talk about that because the, the systems of value within higher power are very real. Uh, whether in the military, you know, you get badges of honor and different ranks or in your job, right? There's systems of value in regards to your title, you know, manager, assistant managers, whatever it may be. We kind of equate our self-worth to these systems of value. And I kind of, I want to um, address that because I think we're, as someone who is trying to address higher power, it's important to empower you in the way that we need to help. I want to help you find that self-worth without attaching it to systems of value. I want to uh, bring light to what you are worth without all of that. If you were to take out all the systems of value, money, uh, diplomas, right? Um, anything that that builds any anything from the outside that kind of builds your confidence if we were to take all those stuff out would you think you're valuable most would say no and i want to tell you that you are um the reason why i brought up chance is because there is and i don't want to be too metaphysical or like but that's where i am that's that's kind of a big part of who i am but there's a really big spiritual shakeup that's going on in the world and, and just seeing chance kind of bring that up on the stage and giving glory to god that was such a a powerful thing because uh it's important for leaders to do that and in in the sense of systems of value and and personal worth or self-worth um having that spiritual side awakened kind of helps you determine your self-worth because not everything that's spiritual has nothing to do with systems of value everything that's spiritual uh it's inner right intrinsic everything is from within all that is how you pray or, or your devotion or your your love how you showcase love all that is all that is from within and and things from the outside can't i won't say can't but all th all the things from the outside don't really determine how well you should have a spiritual nature i guess they can affect it they could hinder it they could build it but they don't necessarily grow it i guess that has to come on its own um, through your personal walk, right? And I'm kind of kind of all over right now, but I kind of want to just address that self-worth portion right now because in order to be powerful, you have to know what you're worth. And sometimes these systems of value kind of cloud our judgment of self-worth. So let's talk about self-worth. I think a lot of it deals with um, confidence and 
you know, how we were raised as children, how how our teachers talked to us, you know, who who were our mentors, um, who built us up, who influenced us growing up. I think a lot of that has to do with self-worth. Um, but on, on the spiritual tip, you know, I believe that we are children of God and that we are kings and queens, not to be entitled, but to serve. And that is, I feel, in the sense of power, we don't equate that to serving, right? When we think of power, it's like, well, I should be served right now. That's kind of uh, the general idea about having power is when I'm in power, I am catered to, um, people are do my bidding, right? Um, but in the spiritual, in the spiritual world, uh, power is actually equates to who you serve, who you help, who you impact. And if we could build that value of self-worth through serving people, I think that's how we begin to start changing the world. If you want to change the world, if we want to change the world, I mean, if you don't, then by all means, continue down the road that, you know, you're going on. I'm, I'm not here to judge that. That's your prerogative. But the people in power now, that's what they did. For the most part, the people in power now, all they cared about was themselves. And this is where we are today. So if we not want if we don't want to repeat that cycle, then we got to change the way we approach this reality that we have where it's like, do you and it's. It's it's all about you, my and me and I and all those all those. It's all about yourself, you know, but if we start changing the dialogue to us and and we them, you know, it, it starts to change the way we think and how we approach reality because we, we start to approach it where it's not my decisions don't only affect me and and just in the way society has kind of evolved you know through technology and everything we've kind of begun to isolate ourselves because we're so uh we can we can you know kind of see everything we want without leaving our home it's kind of brought it you know we kind of enclosed ourselves or it's kind of encapsulated us and it kind of protects us or insulates us from those type of thoughts because we don't have to part we don't have to participate right in the grander scheme right and i think once we start changing the the terms of or changing the ideas of where it's just do you or in, instead of like acting on us rather than do you i think that'll start to kind of change the behaviors and i'm not trying to you know, there. You know, they say you got to be a little bit selfish, right? You got to think about yourself sometimes. You know, that's that's true, but the, when the majority of the world is already thinking that way, and the outcome of the world is what we see today, I think it's time to think about some some changes that need to be made in in our our mind state and our behaviors. And when I talk about serving people, it's not being a, a yes man and it's not, you know, you know, just always bending over for people and whatnot. It's just it's an act of willingness. I, I feel 
there's just so much, uh, I want to say resentment, but there's this like internal, like animosity and spite that prevents people from helping each other. And where does that come from? Right. So can we circle back to self-worth? Where, why, where does that anger and, um, spite come from that vengeance or that almost that eye for an eye mentality which is yeah it's in the bible but how how far does that get us you know reciprocity right where where does that value come in you only do things when it's done for you uh i think we have to start rising above those energies because like i said if that's the predominant energy that already exists and the world we see today is the outcome of that energy we have to start evolving you know the world doesn't revolve around me or you but we have to evolve it around us and we them you know and start thinking in that way because when we don't we self-degrade it, it just starts to it starts to limit our power um and that's why they i don't a lot of people speak about servant leadership and leading by example and and stuff like that and those are some key uh elements of higher power that aren't being exemplified and i think it's time that the leaders start speaking on it start acting on those principles of servant leadership and and leading by example and start uh leading the charge and i'm not saying you know i'm the perfect example of that i'm not i've i can be selfish at times but i'm realizing more and more the more i make it about myself the less impact i have on the future and if you think about uh self-worth it's almost like your impact on the future is what determines your self-worth not so much what you are now you know we talk about legacies or you know history or you know what you've done for the world it's always going to be about what you're going to do because what you're going to do can change that can you know tomorrow you could impact the world in a way you never knew you know um i don't and that might be a little that might be a little too far-fetched but uh we have to know what we're worth we have to value who we are right now as bad as it may be or as good as it may be we have to know what that value is so we know what needs to be worked on and what needs to be challenged what needs to be uh disciplined um and i've got things that i'm working on we all got things that we're working on but we need to start looking in the mirror and asking ourselves these questions because when we do it starts to train our mind you know to think about others before ourselves and that's such an important thing right now i think it's a really important thing right now in the sense of higher power and 
when we think about progress right how do you how do we get how do we get progress if we're not helping each other how do we get how do we how are we passionate if we're not helping each other you can't be you can't help someone if you're not passionate that's just the bottom line or if you're going to help someone and not be passionate then there's some type of ulterior motive that's always going to be questioned you know so you know the systems of value will always be there and if we continue to put ourselves into those systems to reflect us it it's it's a it, it can get dark rather than already knowing who we are and those systems of value are almost just a benefit at that point they're not a dic- they don't dictate to us they just are a benefit of the great people who we are already the greatness of us the greatness of who we are the systems of value exist because we're already great if that can kind of make sense now if you aren't a great person <laughs> then, you know that's something you got to work on right you got to read a book start working on self development personal development how do you get out of your own way and how do i get out of my own way you know sometimes this this higher power project is really was really an idea sparked out of music was just a vehicle for kind of fun <laughs> you know i always i've always had a message i always had something to write about the music part aspect of it was just you know there was there's always something to build on because you know the music is fun to make and you know you work with different people artists um i was involved you get involved into a community of artists and you just meet the most amazing people through music and it's really just this energy that was cultivated amongst a lot of my peers back in the bay um and it's kind of carried our relationships uh to now you know and that's just another part of self-worth it was knowing who i was creating music because i was confident in that ability and then through that community of music and artists we developed friendships you know so it's it's uh yeah it's really important to know who you are and and know what your value is outside of everybody else and and that's hard to find and that's hard to find but that's that's the whole spiritual nature of energy and or the energy of spiritual nature that's what it is it's it's the ability to know who you are without anybody telling you and that's something that you know develops over time it takes a lot of soul searching a lot of reading and a lot of listening to people and understanding people their stories and their backgrounds um in order to find out who you are you know who you don't want to be and and this energy that is kind of accelerating right now because of this transition in power is it's a very powerful thing to remain aware of because uh there's an opposite or equal reaction for everything so when what we're seeing in the world 
is a reaction to something else but in the same time there's a also a reaction to that and if it can be spiritual it, it's powerful if we could respond to people in a spiritual way it's powerful it it it, it does something to you first of all it doesn't do a lot to them it's mostly for you when you respond in a spiritual way it it grows you in a way that you won't be able to know until you do it and that's where the serving comes in right when you serve people it's a humility process and it's a humbling thing where it's like i am a i'm, I'm a blip in the oceans of time <laughs> i don't want to get all poetic but you know we're just we're I don't want to minimize it, but we are very small <laughs> and, but we can do great things, but we're very, very in the, in the, in the span of time, we're very, it's a very short lived life. I was talking to my cousin, you know, the other day about, we only got a hundred years, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to bitch and complain <laughs> you know, the whole time. Like, you gotta, you gotta love. You gotta impact things. You know what I'm saying. You gotta really get involved as much as you can, and and redeem the time. You know, uh, there's a verse in the Bible that says, "Redeem." We're redeeming the time because the days are evil, and I think that is just a verse that stuck in my mind. Not because everything's just so evil, 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 ever evil is everywhere. Yes, there is evil out there. But there is a lot of good. And when we redeem in the sense of redeeming time, that's we do that through the spiritual nature, you know, and it, and the and the evil and the quote evilness. It can't it can't exist. It just doesn't it can't exist in in around goodness. It could it'll mock it, you know, evil mocks. That's what evil does. It shames. It shuns. Those are the things that evil does. But goodness, it includes, it embraces, it serves, right? So when you know what love is and you know what evil is, you could see how the, the you could see where the, the, the war is. And the war isn't between good and evil necessary to necessarily the war is within ourselves because we're capable of both we're very capable of doing some treacherous things and we're capable of doing the most amazing things and that's where the knowing your value and knowing your self-worth that's why it's so important if you know who you are outside of these systems of value i'm going to keep reiterating it because it's important if you know who you are outside these systems of value it, it's that is the first step towards changing your environment and changing your world because those systems of value don't so much they don't have to deal with change they don't affect change all they do is kind of uh, um, affirm what's going on, but they don't say, "Oh, here, you're 
here's a hundred thousand dollars because that's how much you're worth. But that has nothing that has nothing to do with change. Here's a Grammy, right? Good job. You did a great project. But that has nothing to do with, you know, actual change. It's just a validation. When you know your value, you can always determine that. You can always determine what needs to change, what needs to, you know, happen next, where things need to improve. Systems of value only kind of acknowledge what you already are. Not so much what you can be. And with higher power, I think what the higher power does is, and I don't want to get into conspiracy and all that, but they're thinking 10 years ahead, right? That's why you have, you know, budget plans and, you know, all these things, you know, when you do uh, R&D, research and development, you know, you're thinking 10, 10, 15, 20 years ahead on how things are going to be and then creating towards that. And um, I, I only I only speak on that because when you know your value, you can start making those plans outside of what the world tells you you're worth. I don't I don't know if that's a stretch or if that makes sense, but I just want to separate the two so you know that who you are is completely different from what they or it or the system of value tells you you are and we need to start kind of challenging that do you mentality into you know how can we serve each other how can we build communities where we're building each other up creating resources for each other to build each other up um i think that's really important and that's part of the spiritual energy that needs to be strengthened in our communities and in our families is is how do we create that energy to to better who we can impact and creating energy is almost a foreign concept to a lot of people just because it's not a priority in what we are taught in schools it's not applicable to you know business management necessarily or you know hedging funds or taxes or stuff like that right energy is kind of an intangible thing and you know through my research I've learned that you know we as humans we are electrical systems we do give out energy everywhere we go we do receive energy um we have an aura right and I think that's something that also needs to be researched individually to to uh, you know kind of circle back into our value and self-worth you know like uh, that's another thing those systems of value you know almost I don't know if money is an energy I don't know if Grammys are an energy I don't know if a title is an energy, you know, but you 
in knowing who you are, I believe that is a strong energy to have. And ultimately, that can dictate towards a system of values. And it, it's, you know, I, I study martial arts a little bit and, you know, Bruce Lee and just how, he, you know, what how he talks about energy and, and you know, different traits through Buddhism and stuff like that and the how that's a big emphasis, you know, in yoga and and things like that. And I don't want to get too, you know, off topic, but energy is a very strong force that we need to learn about because ultimately it does affect our self-worth positive energy negative energy oh don't be around negative people you'll negative nancy's right don't be around them you'll be negative you want to be around positive people because they're going to make you positive you want to exude positivity to change the environment of the room did you know that if you are if you are a positive person and you enter a room full of negativity, you have more power over the people around you? Isn't that awesome? Don't you want to have that? The ability to affect people to change the way they think just by entering the room? That's an amazing thing. It's because that energy is stronger than negative energy. Negative energy is strong. But if you have the stronger will, it can't touch you. Uh, Steph Curry, Stephen Curry, he mentioned about, you know, uh, they were talking about being a champion and and um, just being a great basketball player. And he, he talked about imposing his will upon the other team. And that doesn't really have to... I mean, it has to do with energy, but it, imagine bringing that mind state into a positivity type of, or imagine bringing that mind state when you are a positive person, being that I'm so positive that wherever I go, I'm going to impose my will of positivity into the people around me. What do you think that will do for your self-worth when you can see the change that you bring just by entering the room and starting to talk to people and starting to show people love and starting to hug people. And what do you think that will do to a, a negative energy who can't even, who can't even do that? Who, who the negative energy is so selfish and so self-consumed and so self-absorbed. They can't even fathom what it takes to, 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 to give out that energy because they're just so absorbed. All that energy, all that negative energy is just self-consuming. It's like a, it's like, it's like lighting a fire in a greenhouse. And all the smoke just stays in and kills all the plants inside. That's what negativity does. It, the, nothing can escape. There's no, none of that heat can escape. It's just that energy just boils and boils inside and kills everything inside. But the energy of positivity and, and, and knowing your self-worth and knowing your value and you can just go anywhere and everywhere and, and, and bring that light, it's 
That's higher power. That's what you need to get and, and understand. Because there's, there's so much in this world that's saying you can't and that's saying we shouldn't. You know, this whole this this whole thing about free speech and like and it's it's saddening because it's they're they're taking away power by removing the the ability to speak freely. And and it's frustrating, but it only what it does for me is, man, now I got to just speak more. I got to I got to speak my mind more because they're trying to take all this stuff away from us. And these are educational systems. Imagine that. It isn't even so much the government right now. These are educational systems saying, no, you shouldn't talk like that. And uh, that free free speech, you know, I, I want to kind of keep it into the, into the same um, concept of self-worth. But uh, until you know your freedoms then how will you know your self-worth? If you can't speak and think freely, what will you know about yourself if you can't do that? And it's a shame to see people protesting over someone's ability, someone's right, to speak free. Like, what is that? What? Where does that, why should that exist? And it's, it's a lot to digest and it's a lot to talk about and because you know we don't want to offend people and you know it incite what it incites if there's quote unquote hate speech or whatever and but the moment we devalue our ability to speak freely we're ultimately devaluing our self-worth now i'm not you know advocating for you know people who speak freely and speak hate right and and speak negative things and you know i'm not advocating for that even though that's their right i don't advocate for that i don't think that's a good thing even though that's their right but in that ability to say wrong things or bad things about anything that that right of free that freedom of speech also creates the opposite freedom of the argument against that so that's why the freedom of speech is so important it, it it was or it's supposed to create dialogue and and um the de- debating ideas right instead of going straight to a gun or straight to violence or straight to throwing three things through windows you know freedom of speech was supposed to be the ability to challenge each other and intellectually dialogue against each other to peacefully agree to disagree or come to terms with an agreeable solution. And freedom of speech is something very important for me because, you know, as a, you know, I rap, I sing, you know, I write, you know, a lot. And I almost have to advocate for the freedom of speech because uh, the more I see kind of this political correctness going around and you know, oh, don't say that, uh, oh, don't, you know, all that is just, it weakens our self-worth, because we second-guess our freedoms, our freedom of speech, we second-guess our, our thought, and we second-guess that ability to be wrong, 
because yeah we could be wrong but then it also takes away the ability to challenge that thought to make it right you know so that's kind of on a, a, a tangent but it's important because first of all it's in our constitution so you know that has to do with higher power but I want to encourage us to be mindful of the freedom that we have and how powerful it is um, and how it makes us more and how our freedom makes us more powerful which is uh, uh, not a system of value but it does make us more powerful in the sense of our self-worth because we know we have freedom of speech so we know we can say what we want to say and we know we can um, think what we want to think and that makes us powerful because we can articulate and execute um, the things inside of us so just just understand that the country that we are in is in a time where ultimately the higher power uh, if it isn't reined in by the people they're going to begin they, it's not going to need systems of value to dictate our value they're just going to dictate straight to us what our value is by limiting our freedoms so it's important to know what we are and what our freedoms are to know our self-worth because the older generation is going to pass on and for the most part, they aren't passing down the real necessary key items to develop society. They're passing on, you know, how to maintain systems of value. They're definitely teaching us those things on how to maintain the status quo. But it, it's it, it has very little to do with evolving and growth. Um and I'm not saying all educational systems aren't, you know, teaching us about, you know, other things outside of systems of value. But for the most part, uh, the status quo is being maintained. And we just need to start digging in into some of the bigger issues. Um, we can sit in front of the TV all day, you know, and that's if that's your deal, that's your deal. But we need to if you're about change, then you need to be about learning and researching and educating um, yourself first and then pouring out into other people. If you aren't about change then don't be about it, you know, this is non applicable for you. Go do you right. Go just be about yourself. I, I ain't got no time to try to convince you that what I got going is are not necessarily what I got going, but the higher power is um, really seeking out uh, your best interest and not in sense of, you know, the higher power above us, but this podcast per se, like this podcast is really seeking out your best interest. I'm really trying to um, just, like I said, just bring some light into a, a time where there isn't a light a lot of light you know bring brought brung <laughs> it's not being brought in but um 
yeah, I want you to know that the energy that you have inside of you is, is very, very powerful. And I can only speak from experience, you know, not saying that I'm super powerful, but, you know, low key, you know, I've done some things, you know what I'm saying? And it's by the grace of God that I, I've just constantly been able to, um, I've been poured into, like, I, I, I have this ability to just constantly be poured into. I keep myself open-minded, and I just constantly get this flow of information, um, willingly and unwillingly, and it's a gift and a curse, you know. Sometimes it scares me. It's scary to know that you should say something and not say it or be something and not be it that's that's a scary place to be because there's this constant tugging at your soul (laughs) and i want to do more about listening to that voice and not in like a bipolar way but listening to the things that are being poured into me and and speaking it out and being willing to be used by that higher power to bring change. That's the, the value, the self-value that I know that I can bring is that I, that we are, we have gifts and abilities and by learning more about ourselves and by listening to other people, listening to stories and researching stories and researching our history and knowing our history we begin to open up the these unlocked doors in our brains to knowing what we're supposed to do and it's like you have to you have to go to those places and and go to those libraries in your mind and and all of a sudden things will start to be clear um my gift is not your gift so what I'm doing is not necessarily what you're supposed to be doing, but there is something inside of you that needs to be drawn out and is being drawn out, but there's always this resistance. There's this war that we have going inside all of us every single day. It's a battle of ego, a battle of guilt, battle of um, our past, our shame, right that we can't move forward from because we're fear the fear of switching up or the fear of you know you change man like good if you change for the better good like nobody should hold that against you and if they do hold it against you they're in that greenhouse they're that fire in that greenhouse and they're going to they're going to most likely always be that way and they can change they can change someone has to influence them someone has to you know maybe break some holes in the greenhouse all that smoke and negative energy can let be let out they need to you know open some doors (laughs) so just you know be willing you know be open-minded um this higher power project I, I really feel is on to something and I really hope that this helps you 
you know, maybe it just calms you, you know, maybe through all the chaos and sometimes we get in this panic and, oh my God, what's going to happen? Maybe this can just bring some, this can bring something for your soul, you know, kind of weigh you down, hold you down, ground us, you know, that's my prayer sometimes. God, can you just ground me? Sometimes I get caught up in, you know, the higher power, right? We just get caught up, going up, going up, going up sometimes. God is going to just bring us back down to earth. Sometimes we just need to get brought back down because so much is going on and we get a little erratic, right? Our, our thoughts can kind of take us away and pull us away on these journeys that we really don't need to go on. And maybe that that's another self-worth issue, you know? escapism and you know how we deal with reality and because we don't know who we are we have to constantly get away entertain ourselves numb ourselves uh, devalue ourselves and I'm not exempt this is human nature but the spiritual nature is stronger than all of that. And I want to encourage us to feel it, know it, embrace it, and let it change us. And it's going to be hard because we're perceptive, are the perce we're perceptive oriented, right? We don't want people to think that a certain way because we want to start being a certain way. And it's. It's all this, if I do this, this will happen. No, just do it to do it. Do it to see what happens. Do it to see who's real in your life. If these people are real in your life, they'll be happy for you. If they're not happy for you that you want to change into something better, then what are they? Like, what are they existing for? I mean, cutting people. I'm not saying, you know, cut people out of your life or anything like that. But know that your self-worth is more important than someone's opinion of it. For a long time, or for a lot of us, we devalue ourselves because other people devalue us. And... I want you to know you're valuable. Wherever you're at in your life, you're valuable. You can be valuable. You can bring value. But there's a growth there. There's growth that has to happen. That's the only way. You have to want to grow. You have to want to know what you are and know what you want to become and know what you have to do to get there. And I'm learning this now. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm walking right beside you, figuring it out. And that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of us and we is we're all figuring it out together. And all all the other experts and they could all have their opinions too and think they got it all figured out. But I'll tell you, we're all figuring it out. And it's a great place to be because that means we're not alone. So be encouraged. Um, 
the higher power project is here to stay we're gonna i'm gonna get consistent i'm gonna try to get as consistent as possible the more uh, i get inspired i'm going to try to keep um having these talks uh i appreciate the feedback again i got a lot of feedback from the last episode so i thank you guys for um being willing to listen and taking the time um about on 52 minutes now and this is like i said this is off the top of the head so just like i know it could be a little scrambled but i'm really not i'm just kind of going with where i'm at in life and kind of what i see and i'm just going for it so um please continue to tune in um i just got on itunes the podcast got on itunes so you'll find the higher power project on itunes um i'm starting a little website too for the uh the higher power the higher power project.com that's going to be up soon man it's hard to start a website i'll just tell you that now it's like i get too caught up in like how i want it to look <laughs> i want it to look really really cool and it's hard to do that um so be patient with that um what else what else uh Twitter, Instagram, the boardroom, T-H-E-E boardroom, B-O-A-R-D-R-O-O-M. Uh, follow me on there. Uh, Instagram, I'm a little more private on there. So uh, just follow me on that and I'll, I'll try to follow you back. Uh, the boardroom is public. So follow me on, on the boardroom on um, Twitter. I, I say a lot more on there sometimes too outside of the uh, podcast. So and from there, it's kind of like sometimes I take like these little mental notes on Twitter, which I bring back into, uh, hopefully I can bring back into the podcast. So, um, shout outs, um, let's see, uh, there's two radio stations that kind of, I've been, I watch or I've been listening to. So, um, the good rad and the ugly. Shout out to uh, all my homies back home and uh, the wild uh, Crazy Kids Radio. Um, shout out to you guys just like for kind of always being an inspiration for me and just always doing, you know, what's, you know, doing what you want to do and saying what you want to say, whatever's on your heart. I, I really respect that. So shout out to the uh, Crazy Kids Radio and the good, rad and the ugly. Um, I don't really know like the podcast URLs, but. Um, feel free to search it. I'm sure you could find something. So thank you once again for your time. Um, please, you know, feel free to hit me on some feedback and comments and let me know what you think, negative or positive. Um, I probably won't respond to the negative ones, but, um, yeah, just let me know what you think. Let me know some concepts maybe you want me to talk about. I try to, you know, I, w I want to help as much as I can with this with this podcast so um yeah just let me know maybe of some maybe some ideas uh so yeah thank you again you know love people love love people that is kind of the emphasis of uh what i want this whole thing to be about and you know from love you can serve and help and do all those things and you know try that this week and maybe you'll start to see some things change in your own life and, you know, and maybe that's a one way to 
do it. Be a little selfish by loving someone and then see what happens. You know, not to do it with an ulterior motive, but it I'm telling you, like, when it's sincere, you change for the the better. And that's for real. So thank you once again. This is the Higher Power Project. My name is Enoch and stay tuned for the next episode. Appreciate y'all. Thank you.